I'm bored if there's not a problem. Which is why running a company is, you know, amazing slash heart-wrenching because there's always a series of problems, as you'll know, Maureen. Um, but, that, but that's the fun of it. It says there's a new challenge and you solve a new challenge. Um, it's what I say to the team all the time. It's, you, you know, d- don't expect there not to be a problem on the other side of this one because there will be. It's just a different one. Um, and the fun is how we're going to solve it. That's Anika Khan, founder and CEO of Eporta. Eporta helps designers manage their interior design projects in one place and source high-quality products from small businesses. I'm Maureen Taylor, co-founder of SNP Communications. On this episode of Think Like a Founder, I talked to Anika Khan about helping her dad with his small business as a kid, her love of problem-solving, and how good design makes people happy even if they don't know it. This is Think Like a Founder. Now, you know, you grew up, as you know, in a small town near Manchester in the United Kingdom, where your parents were business owners, and you were involved from a very young age, so that entrepreneurial mindset was something you grew up with. Tell us more about how that shaped your outlook on work and your career. It's funny answering this question while um while I'm I'm at my parents' house where I grew up in um, in Lancashire. So so just for context, um it's a tiny little village um really far in the north um of the UK, uh where like everyone runs a little business. That's just what you do because there's no other jobs around here. Um and so it's been really fun, actually, because I've been here for about a week now, but just chatting to the neighbors. Someone's got a window cleaning business. Person's got a car business. Is there this thing? Is there that thing? It's just been super fun. I grew up not knowing about other jobs other than you start something, you figure out if customers want it, you know, you kind of live or die by it, and then you you innovate as you go. And so um, both parents started their own business. I'm a first-generation immigrant to the UK. Both parents, you know, didn't have any qualifications in terms of, like, degrees, et cetera. And so the, the obvious thing to do was just to kind of start something up. Um, and both of them are very entrepreneurial in mindset. And so, um, yeah, I grew up packing boxes in my dad's factory, had a promotional goods business at one point. He's done a bit of property. Um, My mom did something in healthcare, teaming up with a few partners um, um, in that sector. And so there's always been a, there's something new and they're trying to figure something out and um, they're really pursuing it. And we talked about it, you know, all the time. And after school, I'd go to whatever business it was that was being run at the time and just kind of help out as you went. So, so that in terms of what, 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 how that shaped me, I think that at my core, I always assumed I would start something, um, again, without the knowledge that other things exist. Being so involved with your family's business, you had the experience of seeing something created and an idea built from scratch. And you said that you've never aspired to be a lawyer or an accountant. What did you want to be when you grew up? So many different things. I wanted to be an astronaut at one point and you know that wasn't a oh maybe I'll do it it was a really serious endeavor um, to try and figure out how that would work um I did a lot of drama as a kid so like acting lessons um so was thought you know maybe I'll I'll go to a more creative route at one point um and, and so just very varied um again not not thinking a kind of nine to five job was what I was going to do 
Over the years, working with all kinds of founders, problem solving, or deep curiosity is something that we do see over and over. Seeing a problem and not being able to rest until you've tried to find the answer. So how do you look at the world, situations and problems like that? I think of everything as a problem, which makes me sound really dull. Um, But I do think of pretty much everything is a problem to solve in some way. Um, And so that can be you know, a, a, something that should exist or a problem a problem that exists for an individual that should be solved or something should be a bit easier, something should be more fun. You know, obviously in business is a whole series of different problems to solve. So so, so I think that um, going going through the world, um, thinking in the same way as actually reminding how my, my dad thinks, which has been quite funny being home right now because he's he's every single thing that we come up against is a problem to solve do you think it's part of nature your nature is that way just like it is with your dad definitely definitely um and i've, I've probably realized that more over time i'm bored if there's not a problem mm-hmm. which is why running a company is you know amazing slash heart-wrenching because there's always a series of problems as you'll know maureen um, but that but that's the fun of it it says there's a new challenge and you solve a new challenge and um, it's what i say to the team all the time it's you, you know d- d- don't expect there not to be a problem on the other side of this one because there will be it's just a different one um, and the fun is how we're going to solve it For some people, it is truly enjoyable, just the challenge of it. And I think it, it is like a, a, an itch that you have to scratch versus, oh my God, I have to solve this. Now, as a founder, there's no off switch. This is the other thing, right? Because there's always you're always on. Your ideas or your company is something that lives with you. Uh, it's part of you. It's not separated just because it's work. And you spoke about your dad and the new ideas he keeps coming up with and his refusing to retire. And how do you see yourself? Most people actually don't have an off switch. I think most every founder I know can't switch off, um, whether that's taking a break, taking a holiday, um, trying to meditate even for me is just awful and never works. I know I should do it. I know everyone says it's really good for you. I just can't. Um, so I've stopped trying. Um, so so I think the, the way to, to be off is to not to be focusing on something else. And to be concentrating on something else, at least for me, versus um, just trying to switch off completely, because yeah, it just doesn't doesn't work. Now, I've always looked at it like um, a sport, or children, or your family. You know how that never goes off. Like if you become addicted to a sport and you really love it, or you actually like your children and your siblings and your parents, like that never goes off. And some people are fortunate enough to feel that way about their work. So instead of it being a drag, it's more like normal to not separate it out from everything. Do you agree with that? Never thought about it that way before. It's, um, yeah, it's kind of part of life versus a thing you need to do to make money or to, you know, to, to earn a living. Uh, that's a really nice way of thinking about it. Um, but I think obviously having the balance and making sure it doesn't take over your life is, is the main thing. It's how do you make sure it balances across other things. Socrates said to understand what it is that you do well or what you've been gifted with to serve whatever purpose you're supposed to serve, wherever we are. If you were to talk about what your strengths are or what makes you 
worthy of pushing this purpose that you can rely on yourself, what what is it or what are those attributes? There's a couple of things. Um, one is uh, my passion for the, the industry. I love design as an industry. And I think fundamentally that well-designed spaces, products, things just fundamentally make you happy day to day um, and it gives me a massive sense of well-being I think it does for a lot of people and when people say it doesn't I just think you know what subconsciously it does so it's a it's a thing so I think that for me is a huge thing and that that's within what we do as a business which is um, help people that make really well-designed products to, to sell them to a global audience um, and that's within the interior design space um, so there's a passion for what, what those people are trying to do um, and what the people who are trying to find those products are also trying to do. Um, and then there's also a passion for the product itself, which is like, how can we make this simple? How do we make it intuitive? How, how, how do we make sure it's well designed and just is easy for an audience that in, in our world, the interiors market, the home market is 10% of global retail is huge, but, but it's a very much like a live art industry. It's very behind in terms of online adoption. And there's lots of small businesses around the world who just don't do stuff online. Um, they didn't believe in online five years ago. Now they do, and they don't really know how to, how to do stuff. So, so I think that's, um, that's a big kind of focus for me is, is actually what we do is really exciting, both on the, the product side and then also um, and just in the industry. Um, I think it's an important industry. I think it's overlooked. Um, I think people think of it as fluffing cushions and, you know, kind of basic things that are um, that, that just it, it isn't. It's everywhere. It's everywhere around you. You know, it's in your home now. It's fundamental to who we are. So I think it's that. And then on the other side, it, it's just the, the kind of grit to do it um, for a while and go through thick or thin, um, which is just a, just one like, I think, as a person. I just, I like seeing things through. And the word grit is such a good one. In fact, we have a class called Resiliency and Grit that we've developed out of uh, the pandemic. But resiliency and grit, just grit is such a great um, word to describe what you're talking about. When did you first know that this was your passion? Like, what was the first thing you did when you went, huh, this is something? I've always loved kind of environments and space and home and the office and all of these um, different spaces that you can be in. And then how, how can you create magic in space is a you know, big thing for me um, um, that excites me. So I was there um, I'd um, bought a property in South London, um, was furnishing it for myself um, and I wanted the best stuff right I'm not the most expensive stuff but like the unique finds from all around the world that are really exciting and you know there are different um, to what other people were were finding um, that had a story and I just found it really difficult to find find those pieces and so the passion there was more um, I was trying to solve a pro- personal problem which is furnish a place and um, the thing that made me realize that this was the problem that I wanted to solve was when I dug into what the industry was like and realized it's lots of small businesses around the world that are basically just like my parents' businesses, you know, entrepreneurs, owner operators who are just trying to build stuff and um, make it work, who have a passion for what they do. Um, and they're designers at heart. They're people who love designing and don't like selling um, and don't like um, doing all the administrative stuff kind of around it. And I had a real empathy for them 
um, as well as a passion for their products, a real empathy for them and thinking, right, how do we help them to, to be successful and how do we help them to, um, you know, do things online and so so it was quite it was a, a merger of a few different things um in terms of it being the point where I thought oh, I really want to quit my job and do this like this is this is the thing um, and I'm really excited by it can't stop thinking about it um let's do it and then I quit my job and yeah, now I'm here so <laughs> That's a great story because it is interesting. Some people have a windy road to find their passion. Other people, there is this aha moment. And so I love hearing um, how people found their passion and what they're supposed to do, which is really cool. Anybody, any other advice or thoughts or wisdom for people out there listening who might be a little bit nervous aside from just going for it? Anything that you want to leave them with? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's two ways actually for us. There's there's the design piece of people care more now because they're at home all the time. Um, but actually the bigger piece for us is our industry knowing that technology is a thing and it's important and all the showrooms that they operate in are shut or they have been. And even if they're open now, no one's going in them. So, so it's actually been a huge difference from a mindset perspective um, for the clients that we work with. And um, that's been huge um, in terms of shift. And anything that are you doing aside from uh, being with your family right now, any impact or anything that's making you better, worse, stronger because of what's going on on this planet? Yeah, I, I think that my just thing to myself, just perspective wise I'm healthy my family's healthy you know we, we don't have fires in outside our window you know there's there's a lot there to be very thankful for um and I do always remind myself of that because I think you know the world's going through a crazy time right now um I think the thing that's been challenging um for me and for the team has been just how drastic the shift was to what we are you know, the world that we're in now, we're not in an office. We, we were very uh, in-person team before now. Um, and so figuring out how does that work? What differences do we need to make? What is going to make our team happy, successful um, and motivated was a big piece. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas now, I think because we've, we've got into a really good rhythm, it's just, I think it's made me, made me, because you have to think about it a bit better at making sure that things fall into place well. Like I have to say, we're just, a lot more efficient than we've ever been and so we're now changing the way that we work we're we're you know going towards a remote first model and we'll still have a physical space but there's no need to in my mind for us at least um be together in a physical space most of the week um we, we can do things in the way that we want to now with the option for people to go in so i think that actually there's been a huge shift in mindset in our team in terms of what we can do and, and how we can be happy, productive. You know, anyone with kids in our team is at the beginning hated it, now loves it because they figure out how to make stuff work. Um, everyone's spending more time doing things they want, whether that's exercise or what have you. So actually, I, th- I think it's been you know a horrible time for the world, a really tough time, but we've made the most of it and we're, we're, we're coming out of it much stronger. That was Anika Khan, founder and CEO of Eporta. Based in London, Eporta helps designers source high-quality products from small businesses and manage their interior design projects all in one place. This is Think Like a Founder. Thanks for listening.
Next time on Think Like a Founder, I speak to co-founders Britt Morin and Ange Temple. Together, they're the team behind Brit & Co., a digital media company with online classes and products that seek to inspire and educate women. We talk about how they met on a couple's blind date, the yin and yang of their co-founder relationship, and how creativity is an instinct we all have. Think Like a Founder is produced by SNP Communications in San Francisco, California. Learn more by visiting us at snpnet.com or connect with me, Maureen Taylor, on LinkedIn to continue the conversation there. Series producer is Roisin Hunt. Sound design by Mark Ream. Creative producer, Eli Shell. Content and scripting by Mike Sullivan. Production coordination, Natasha Thomas. Thanks also to Selena, Persiani Shell, John Hughes, and Ren Barak.